Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, the cynical pink wafer in celebrity journalism's biscuit aisle. I'm Chris Beckett and joining me for this already tortured metaphor for a hobnob is Matt Withers. Hello there, and uh, to continue the theme, which selection of high-end celebrity repertoires are you serving up on the first tray? Well, today Matt, I'd like to talk to you via the Daily Mirror about Courtney Stodden. Hmm. So, like last episode's Maitland Ward... Who? Maitland Ward... Who? Maitland Ward... Who? She uh, was somebody we discussed in last week's episode. I've actually forgotten who she is as well. But like her, Courtney Stodden falls into the category of celebrities I had never heard of until 20 seconds ago. But she's apparently appeared in the paper of Hugh Cudlip, so who is she? Well, I'll tell you a bit more. Courtney Stodden ignores health and safety regulations to drive a tractor completely naked. The reality beauty was at one with nature as she went about some industrial work. At one with nature? It's not exactly walking barefoot along the sand in Koh Samoy, is it? No, it's more like getting one's hands dirty in East Anglia. (laughs) Courtney Stodden sent her fans into meltdown as she stripped off and took control of a tractor. The 23-year-old celebrity Big Brother star posed for some sizzling photos and shared them on Instagram. Which will amaze people who've been following the previous five episodes of of this (laughs) podcast that that is the basis of this story. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother star, I'm still nonplussed. She didn't take to Instagram, but I think you can still drink. Stripping completely nude, the model covered her modesty with one hand while placing the other on the wheel of the vehicle. Just thinking about this... Surely she should be adopting the kind of ten to two motion on the steering wheel if she's the if she's going to be operating such a potentially dangerous piece of machinery. That would be the way I would have been taught. I think. Yeah. The nighttime shoot saw Courtney wearing nothing but a dark shade of lipstick. Working on the tractor, she captioned one photo that she uploaded to the picture sharing app. What? Why was she doing it at night? I'm no expert on matters agricultural, but. She's she's prepared to do whatever, whenever she's got the spirit, whatever it takes. She's not one of these fly-by-night, millennial, libtard snowflakes that just are not prepared to do a decent day's work. Putting in the hard yards. Exactly, on Instagram. Posing a second, she wrote, Tractor Queen, while adding hashtags, hashtag blonde and hashtag nude. Already feels as if like she's running a little bit out of steam. That early optimism and joy at agriculture work is already being slightly replaced by a gradual sense of ennui and despair. The images were a hit with fans who were whipped into a frenzy of excitement, with many taking to the app to leave words of approval. Of course they did. One fan joked that Courtney may have landed herself in trouble by stripping off inside the tractor, typing... You violated so many building codes. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't. It's clear that her behaviour falls foul of many uh, pieces of legislation, but that, that's not the regulator that she should be worried by. I think they're thinking of JCB rather than the old uh, tractor. While another suggested the photos were too much to handle as they typed, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> 
Serious point, if you do think you're having a heart attack, you should be admitted to hospital immediately to an acute cardiac care unit or directly to the cardiac catheterization unit to confirm the diagnosis and begin treatment. Do not report it via Courtney Stodden's Instagram profile. <laughs> Even if she did show up, we've established she'd be unlikely to have the correct attire, let alone medical equipment. Hashtag defibrillator. Hashtag tingling. Hashtag left arm. Now, Matt, I understand that you're ready to open our eyes with a brand new feature. This is very exciting. Yes, we do have a new feature. This is called Clickbait Corner. It's where we look less at the, the stories themselves, but the way that the titles lure you in via the posts that they put on Twitter and Facebook, etc. Got a couple of examples from Twitter here. First one, Daily Express. They tweeted, Kate Middleton, Duchess of Cambridge baby sex revealed Chris you look at this you're going to click through thinking you're going to get uh, the the news of what gender our forthcoming ruler is going to be I imagine it's going to be a little bit one of those 50-50 kind of deals well you'd be wrong because I clicked through I know I'm part of the problem uh, but it's reported that an ancient Chinese birth chart, which is supposedly based on the Chinese lunar calendar, uses the mother's age and month of conception to predict what gender a baby will be. Right, bear with here. Kate's baby is due in April 2018. Prince William and his wife already have two children, a little boy, Prince George, four, and a girl, Princess Charlotte, two. Mm. Mothers should match the age they will be when they give birth and the month they conceive the child. The chart will show them the sex their baby is destined to be. And at this point, it's becoming one of these things like, you know, you've got a, a, a fox and an, an owl and you've got to transfer three bags of sugar from one side of a riverbank to the other. It does sound a little bit over-elaborate, this. Uh, anyway, the best bit is the next part, which is the disclaimer. Of course... The chart isn't based on science and has not been tested or endorsed by UK pregnancy officials, but it could be used as a fun way to make a guess. No, it couldn't be used (laughs) as a fun way. I think if it doesn't come out that this baby is matching up to the chart's destiny, then um, I think Kate and Wills have have basically let down the nation. I I absolutely love the idea that the UK pregnancy officials, there's even a teensiest chance that they would both test and endorse an ancient Chinese birth chart that will show you what gender your baby will be uh, based on the mother's age and month of conception. Uh, Anyway, payoff. According to the predictor, this means Kate and William will welcome a baby boy. Oh, bless them. And our second uh, tweet in this exciting new feature comes from The Independent, making its debut on this podcast, but I think we'll see a little bit more of it in the future because, actually, if you analyse their output, it's basically exactly the same as The Mirror and The Sun and The Daily Star these days. They've tweeted six shocking Friends facts. Uh, and despite the fact that Friends isn't isn't capitalised, uh, you can take my word that all of these... Uh, these quite stunning little facts here are around the TV show which I believe is shown occasionally on Comedy Central once or twice once or twice so any idea of what some of these facts might be did Sir Derek Jacobi screen test for the part of Chandler no but kind of that area was Phoebe the first entirely CGI driven sitcom character wasn't no you're getting, getting colder there has anyone ever ever really asked for a Rachel 
hairdo. <laughs> yeah, I think we know the answer to that one. Um, no, what, what we've got here, and uh, hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen, because when the Independent says these facts are shocking, they are not lying. David Schwimmer never had to audition for the part of Ross Stone Me. Lisa Kudrow hated playing guitar at first. And that's it for the very first clickbait <laughs> corner, ladies and gentlemen. Do let us know if you liked it, and maybe you'll be back next time. Blew me away. Right, uh, I think this may be another debut on the podcast, because strangely, we've never mentioned the Kardashians before. Well, let's get let's address that wrong right now. This is a story from the Daily Mail. Um, the best Pokemon of all. Saint West poses for heartwarming bedtime snaps as mom Kim Kardashian gives him cartoon Pikachu ears. I can tell that we're uh, we're about to experience something very special here. She's a mother of two, with baby number three on the way. And Kim Kardashian was ever the doting mommy on Sunday when she shared some darling bedtime snaps of daughter North, four, and son Saint, nearly two, in their PJs. What's this mommy thing? It's the good old, good old fashioned British mum, not okay, Paul Dacre, bringing these foreign words in. She's American. She can be a mommy if she wants. The social media maven, yep. 37, helped her only son get into the Halloween spirit with a Snapchat filter that gave the little guy Pikachu perfect ears and cheeks. What do we think of maven? Is that a word that you uh, drop into your everyday chat regularly? Not, not, not really, no. In fact, never. It comes from the Yiddish mevin, meaning one who understands. Well, you know, that it fits perfectly. <laughs> the Pokemon character even appeared in front of the little guy in the cool social media filter, bringing a huge smile to the toddler's face. Now, he couldn't actually see this, so how did it bring a smile yeah, to I his mean, face? Uh, bollocks. Absolute could be anything. Bullshit. Could be a bit of trap, trap wind. Little Saint was the star of the show, squealing, Pikachu, before Mom continued to test filters out on his adorable face. In the posts, the first son of rapper Kanye West was clad in -in glow-in-the-dark pyjamas featuring monster illustrations. Yeah. He sported a sweet puppy filter with blue eyes before switching into another featuring Holiday Perfect antlers. Holiday Perfect antlers? Holiday Perfect antlers, yeah. Whatever happened to the days when we would just accept reindeers with, you know, a nose that perhaps wasn't the same colour, you know, but he was just as good as all the other And an reindeer. apple and an orange. I mean, does it get any cuter than that? Quipped mom in the clip. Not a quip, is it? It's not exactly Peter Ustinov. It's really not. <laughs> oh, it's any cuter than that. Oh, God, tell Terry Wogan again. What a marvellous story. Can we, um, you know... Draw a, draw a veil over this. Yeah, uh, I mean it does. It, Snapchat based. It, it, it does go on considerably longer. Um, and basically, uh, spoiler alert: she just put a Snapchat feature on her kid. Yeah. So the next story uh, comes from the Express, the world's greatest newspaper, as it likes to bill itself. They'll certainly be catching the eye of the Pulitzer judges with this weighty piece of reportage. Headline. Philip Schofield forced to apologise for this morning blunder. Fans were not impressed. Oh, what 
Do you do? Philip Schofield returned to this morning after week off, presumably after our week off, uh, and it was not long before he was forced to apologise. Can we just check before we carry on that we've got, you know, we're legally covered for this. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't want to be uh, repeating any kind of libel, any kind of issue involving... Mr. Scope we'll we'll get we'll get this one checked with the lawyers. Um, yeah, absolutely. We don't we don't want the, the wrath of, uh, of of Scope raining down uh, upon us and, and his his considerable legal uh, team. The error was spotted during a discussion about the Bank of England base rate rise, which not something that I would have would be widely discussed on uh, on this morning. Got uh, going down a kind of news night line. With Holly Willoughby, 36, and money-saving expert Martin Lewis, 45. The spelling mistake was aired to viewers on the ticker tape, whereby, whereby mortgage was misspelt mortgage. This morning, viewers were quick to spot the blunder as the trio discussed how a rise in interest rates would have an impact on the public. Fans took to Twitter to complain, with one tweet saying, Another spelling mistake on hashtag this morning, what a shock. Another commented, Spell checkers just been sacked. Um, spell checkers there without an apostrophe, so either they've made a mistake themselves, which would be ironic, or they believe that this morning it employs more than one person for the, for the, the sole job of spell checking. That could be true. The ons- H- hang on, there's no third tweeter. What's happened to the classic first tweet, you know, okay, second tweet, something involving an emoji, third tweet, third spelling. Tweet, third tweet is usually just one word, isn't it? So third tweet is just Wrong. madness. Yeah, third tweet, Muslims. They couldn't even get three people to tweet about this story. Yeah, so basically, the story is that two people tweeted about this morning having a spelling mistake on the ticker tape at the bottom. The on-screen error was promptly acknowledged by veteran presenter Philip, 55, who told viewers, we are also really sorry that we spelt mortgage wrong there. I mean, he's... He's a professional. He's going to hold his hands up for that sort of error. Yeah, I think probably something like that, the way he's handled that, suggests that he might be the man to don the black tie and, and man the studios when the Queen passes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Phil then pretended to snort... Well, Hang yeah. on. <laughs> Maybe not. Phil then pretended to snort at the pedantic nature of the error as Holly furthered the discussion along. Firstly... Schofield has gone down in my estimation there. I mean, without putting too much finer point on it, he's literally urinated over the social media responses of the this morning audience. Yeah, I mean, he made a, he made an apology and then he's just made light of it, and that's you know not what I'd expect of a veteran presenter. And uh, furthering the discussion along, yeah, yeah, it's a delightfully quaint piece of English. And, and, to, <laughs> and to be fair, this reporter. Has already employed the word "whereby" in this, which mm. I, uh, is uh, unusual. I noticed there wasn't a byline on this story. No, there wasn't. <laughs> it was. I think it was just uh, "Express Reporter," mm. um, which either means somebody doesn't want their name to be on it, 
or they do have somebody called Express Reporter, in which case it's an astonishing example oh, yeah. of nominative determinism. I like to think that they do. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like the uh, was it Alan Smithy film, where like people want to just disown anything they've been associated with. <laughs> Uh, let's wrap this up. Today saw the return of the nation's favourite morning duo after a week off, which saw them replaced by TV host Ben Shepherd and Amanda Holden. Despite the error, fans were over the moon to see the pair return to their screens this morning as weekdays on ITV from 10.30am. Bravo. And that little snippet of music... Uh, tells you that it's time for the life of Riley, Chris. What has Rachel been up to this week? What has she not been up to? Rachel Riley sizzles in red hot nude illusion frock. Rachel Riley made sure she stood out on today's countdown. Rachel Riley seems to have had the Friday feeling a little early if her outfit of choice was anything to go by. So this is uh, actually alluding to the fact that uh, this was. A recording of Countdown, not on a Friday, but uh, they just wanted to say uh, Friday feeling anyway. Yeah, and Rachel wore, wore some clothes. <laughs> the 31-year-old slipped into an ensemble that wouldn't look out of place in a swanky cocktail bar. A swanky cocktail bar. <laughs> I can't think of anywhere more glamorous than a swanky cocktail bar. Couple of baby shams, please. <laughs> snap, snap. Yeah. She pulled it off effortlessly. Slipping her slim figure into the bright red frock. The skin-tight dress clung tightly to Rachel's body, cinching in at her svelte waist. Her impressive figure was further accentuated by a contrasting coloured panel running from the shoulders to the hips. I'm just going to mention for the listeners here, um, you may have already guessed, this was written by a man, and a man who would really struggle to describe a woman to visiting aliens. The white slipped around her bust, in at the waist, and came to a point above Rachel's leg, tricking the eye as it went. It was. It was like one of those um, magic eye illusions which were briefly popular in 1995. And if you looked at Rachel's dress and squinted at a certain angle, you could see a yacht. Give yourself a headache, but it was well worth it. The brain box's cleavage was completely covered, though the the white section seemed to frame them. Them? Mm. Bringing them plenty of attention anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, for start, brain boxes cleavage. I mean, come on. <laughs> Clever clogs is cleavage, surely, if you want to you wanna really get some alliterative action in there. Uh, yeah, so the cleavage begins um, singular. It was completely covered. And then halfway through the sentence, it seems to frame them, bringing them plenty of attention. I mean, basically, this has been written by an incredibly frustrated 15-year-old boy. <laughs> The vowels and consonants. Rachel's dress ended just above her knees and it kept its figure-hugging design all the way down. As she turned to put letters and numbers on the board, Rachel flaunted her award-winning rear. She didn't. She just turned around. (laughs) Sticking with Scarlet, Rachel accessorised with a matching pair of stiletto heels that boosted her height. Rachel got a good mental workout on today's episode as the contestants failed to find a number of solutions during the maths round. That's a very odd payoff anyway. I imagine that the the guy who wrote this gave himself a good workout once he'd finished looking at the pictures and writing it. She really earned her corn. Countdown airs weekdays at 2.10 on Channel 4. Well, that seems to be just about that. Uh, I don't know about you, Matt, but I've thoroughly... um, 
I wouldn't say enjoyed, but uh, in, I've, I've thoroughly, thoroughly tolerated that. I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this week's look <laughs> through the best of online celebrity journalism. But, uh, you know, you make it easy, as, uh, as the song goes. Uh, and just a reminder, should you wish to uh, get into contact with Matt or myself, you can do so via Twitter, at barely underscore pod. And we'll be back next time. I'm Chris Beckett. I'm Matt Withers. Goodbye. Bye.